Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. A few weeks ago, I was at a podcasting conference called PodFest. Seriously, one of the best events I've ever attended in terms of learning timely and relevant new things and meeting the most incredible people. Now, you may ask, how does this apply to you? You're not a podcaster, most likely, but I see application in seven areas that we can apply as handmade product makers, and that's what we'll go over today. First, I want to point out that the reason I got so much out of this conference is that I went in with three goals in mind. Three things that if I walked out with the answers or solutions, my time spent there would be a success. This is how I approach every conference, because it's super easy to become overwhelmed by all the bright, shiny things and lose track of why I'm there. And let's face it, It's energizing to get away for a bit, meet up with friends and connect with new people, but if I'm not advancing in my business, I can consider it more a vacation than business travel. Something to consider as you head off to your next business event. Identify three things you want to address that will move you forward and make sure you walk away with those checked off. I'm happy to tell you that I met all my goals I also bought a super cool new mic so you might hear the quality improve as we go forward. For the guest episodes, that is. These tips and talk shows I do from another location. Anyway, (laughs) I'm getting off the topic here. Back to what applies to you. Here are the seven points that I want to present, remind, and reinforce that will strengthen your business and thereby improve your results. Hold out for this last one. It's a doozy and one I didn't know before. First up, play to your strengths. Sometimes we try to increase our skill or knowledge in some area where we feel less capable. While it's important as the business owner to have a working knowledge in all areas of your business, if it's not naturally your interest or a task that comes easily to you, it's better to pass that one on to someone else. Working against the grain to obtain detailed training and do those projects, the ones where you feel resistance, will not get you as far as you'll be if you lean into what comes naturally to you. Things like doing your own financials versus hiring a bookkeeper to tend to the numbers. That's one for me. Or Forcing yourself to go live on social when in-person events are where you shine. Doing more of what you're strong at and backfilling the rest will advance you further. Now, I know when you start out, you're doing all the things. This is advice as you grow and start spinning things off. Number two, keep your eye on the customer. Now this one on the podcasting side is about how valuable well-known guests are for our listeners. That's you, of course. If I had a celebrity or a big name on the show, it gives me bragging rights. But if it's not someone related to growing your business, 
How valuable is it for you, apart from the entertainment? I've actually heard from many of you, and I see it in my analytics, that the most popular guest shows are ones where I'm talking with a maker that you can relate to. Not some big brand that feels so unachievable or unrelatable to you. On your side, this could apply to how you post on social media. Are you mixing in personal things that don't relate in any way to your business and feels totally disconnected from your customers on your Instagram feed? As an example, you sell handmade pottery and randomly images pop up showing your horses or your son pitching at his last softball game. If you can relate this back to your product or business in some way, that's fine. But completely unconnected content like that holds no value for your follower otherwise. Similarly, your message should be valuable to your customer, not for the purpose of impressing your competition. If you want to point out that you've reached 500 Facebook page followers, Great, but position it not as a look at me post, but thank your followers for helping you achieve this milestone. See the difference? This leads to my third point, consistency. As a listener to this show, you expect to see new episodes arrive early morning every Saturday and Wednesday. What if I put them up on all different days and times, and some weeks not at all? I'd lose my spot in your listening flow. You may even unsubscribe. Don't underestimate keeping to a schedule. This applies to showing up regularly on your social media platforms and when sending emails. Have you ever gotten an email from someone who you interacted with years ago, and then all of a sudden they're popping into your inbox now? To my way of thinking, That's email abuse, and I hit unsubscribe. Show up or be forgotten and erased. Next up, number four, be visible as an authority. You may not think, since you make products to sell, that you're an authority, but in reality, you are. You're an authority on the production end for sure. The tools you use, the methods and techniques you found along the way, These things even lead some makers to create classes to share what they know. Maybe you've done this already too, and it can go further. If you're a baker, there may be health benefits to some of the ingredients you use. If you work with essential oils, you can talk about emotions provoked by various scents, and on and on. The topics can be used for social posts, or even better, in blogs. To get more information about blogging, reference back to Tips and Talk number 67. Sharing this information positions you as an authority, and this tips the scale in your favor when a purchase is being considered. We all want to buy from a specialist and expert. It's perceived that products are higher quality and value. So position yourself as the expert. Tip number five is don't be the same as others. There's a natural tendency to look at your competition and copy exactly what they're doing. What that creates is only more of the same, and that's boring. There's no problem looking at what's already available in your industry to create a baseline. 
But then setting yourself apart and making what you do different allows you to stand out. It's so important in your business that I dedicate an entire module of my Makers MBA program on how to do this. By the way, Makers MBA, if you've been interested in it in the past, is now always open. No more waiting months and sitting on a waiting list to get in. If you're interested, of course, you can go over to the website, look under courses, and check out Makers MBA. Back to not being the same as others, you're seeing it at work right now with this podcast. Instituting the Gift Biz Bash is new and unlike what others are doing in the podcast realm. And I have more fun new things on the way. Two or three things in the works that, most important, allow me to be of additional service to you, but also set my show apart from others. I can't wait to bring them to you and they're right around the corner. And when I do, I will ask for feedback. This is point six. Similar to validating your product in the beginning when you start your business, including your customers in some of your other decisions, and asking for feedback keeps you in tune with their needs and how well you're fulfilling them. It's easy to create things in a vacuum with the assumption that people want what you're making. Then you do a surprise reveal, many times with disappointing results. You could be entirely off the mark because you're just too close to the plan. Getting customer input prevents this from happening and subtly walks your customers into quote-unquote buying into the plan. They begin to feel invested in what you're doing because they've had a part of its conception. Asking for feedback is a powerful but very underutilized activity. Finally, even though all those points are important, this last one is the most important of all and one I didn't know about. You know all that legalese that you just click and accept when you sign up for your email provider? I know, whoever reads that anyway. That's why the type is so small. Nobody does. But did you know hidden in that language is wording about how they can change their rules at any time and that they can shut down your email account too? OMG, seriously, did you know that could happen? I didn't. This is point seven. Protect against email censorship. The person at PodFest who talked about this had it happen to her, so it is real. An email list of tens of thousands was blocked. We covered this before for social media, that you don't own access to any of your followers, but the solution and action we always talk about is getting their email, because as long as you've captured the email information in the proper way, they've agreed to be included on your list. You own the ability to be able to communicate with them through their email. You have ownership of your email list. While this is still true, you are at risk if randomly your provider decides to censor your business email. The solution? Back up your email list on a regular basis, weekly or monthly, depending on how active it is with new subscribers or unsubscribes. It's easy. Just download a CSV file to your computer, or better yet, a Dropbox folder. 
and then you're covered. This was a heart-stopping learning for sure. So I specifically want to share it with you. Take heed. Although it seems rare, it could be an email and business disaster. Here are these seven points again. One, play to your strengths. Two, always keep your eye on the customer. Three, be consistent. Four, be visible as an authority. Five, don't be the same as all the others. Six, ask for feedback. And seven, protect against email censorship. Here's to keeping your handmade product business protected, strong, and growing. I've been interjecting within these points how I applied them to my business. And now I'm going to demonstrate number six by asking for your input. Which of these hit home for you the most? DM me on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped and let me know. And stay tuned. As I mentioned, there are new and exciting things coming your way. Bye for now. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl, and this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness.